0: That's all it is, man, a leap of faith. This is the way. The
1: truth is, I am Iron right Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV. And everything pop culture related, I'm your host Christian, and I'm joined by one of my co-hosts, Devin, and today we are reviewing the latest Netflix film, The Mitchells vs. The Machine, otherwise known as Connected, for all you people who have been following this film for a while, but uh, before we get started, really quick, we just like to thank Netflix for allowing us to review this film early for you guys But I'm just going to take over to Devin here for a second. How's your week been, man? You know, you've been...
0: Happy happy Monday.
1: How was your weekend?
0: As as happy as a Monday can be. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's happy. Hey, hey, the day's over. So on to Taco Tuesday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sounds good to me.
1: How was your weekend?
0: Uh, Not too bad. How about yours? It was actually pretty quiet. Didn't do much.
1: Yeah, I watched a lot of TV. Um, I had to tackle two shows in a weekend. Finish them both um so i'll be my written pieces will be up on the music city drive-in uh website um later this week alongside this we have a lot of things happening this week and we also have another special little uh, segment thing i've been working on here for the uh for the old podcast as well so you know there's there's, there's so much to do and I realize that this is probably one of the busiest weeks. I mean, we have Mortal Kombat coming out this week. We got the Oscars this weekend as well. Mitchell's versus The Machine. Um, that actually will not be dropping until... Well, the, this review will be out, but I think it's not hitting Netflix until April 30th. So today, we're just going to be giving our first thoughts, our first impressions, our initial reactions of this movie. Um, so, of course, this will be spoiler-free For all of you wonderful people out there. And before we begin today's review, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet, including YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button down below and let us know what you think of the movie. Let us know what you think of our review as well. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FilmOptics. That is Optics with an X for all of our latest announcements so, um, yeah, let's just dive straight on in. I'll, you know, I'll give the, the story plot synopsis here really quick and we'll kind of just get into it. So the story reads, a quirky dysfunctional family's, uh, a quirky dysfunctional family's road trip is upended when they find themselves in the middle of a robot apocalypse and suddenly become humanity's unlikeliest last hope. Directed by Michael uh, Rianda and Jeff Rowe. Um, And stars, we got Olivia Coleman, we got Eric Andre, and a few other nice little surprises in there as well. It's also written by Michael Rianda and Jeff Rowe as well. Um, As I said before, it is dropping on Netflix on April 30th, so at the smack dab end of the month. And the runtime is around an hour and 53. Actually, the runtime is... An hour and fifty three minutes, and no scores as of yet because we're kind of recording this a little early, two days early. I think this is going to drop on the twenty first, which will be Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. So we got that looking forward to. But Devin, let's just kick off. Like you say, you watched this movie. Um, you watched it yesterday, last night. Oh, last okay, last night. So um, yeah. Well, I guess I, let me let me start first, and then we'll. I want to switch it up a little bit, but. I watched this film twice. I've watched it twice since it's um, since we uh, received it um, early to review here on the pod. And I am, I was actually like really blown. I, I was, I was blown away, honestly. Um, it's at first, I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. That wasn't like the, maybe the first, like, but like the intro, like five to 10 minutes. And then it just got like really, really good out of nowhere. And I was, I was invested you know, I, I'm a huge, huge advocate for uh animated films. I love them to death. Um, probably my second favorite uh genre of films next to comic book movies. Um but yeah, it it kind of just you know it it spoke volumes, it's it really gives you like a day and age of technology of like the old versus the new. And I was I was I, I was surprised, honestly. I didn't know. How this was actually going to hold up? Um, only one thing I some at some part of me wishes that it would have stayed as the title connected, but I wanted to shoot it over to you. I mean, you took
0: you took the words right out of my mouth. Actually, I was oh. going to say that I was <laughs> I was blown away. I didn't I didn't know what to expect. Sony Animation in particular is very very inconsistent. Like they have some of the highest highs, but also like. The lowest lows imaginable. <laughs> like, here, here's, here's a list here. We got some of the best animated movies the past 10 years. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The Lego movie. Like, those are, like, top-notch animated films. Then we got
1: Emoji Movie. Angry Birds Movie. One and two. Oh, life. Was, um, was Spies in the Skies, was that Sony? Or was that um, DreamWorks? I don't remember. I'll have to look it up.
0: Yeah, Sony's also had I've never watched the Party with Chance of Meatballs or the Hotel Transylvania's,
1: but there's been a lot of them. Party and the Chance of Meatballs is actually pretty good. I, I liked I like that one for sure. But Did I you? would
0: say this movie stands up there with the the best of the best as far as animated movies with with into the spider-verse and LEGO movie. Oh it there you go. really is just I just didn't know what to expect and it came in Guns ablaze and right into the action. But then it does such a good job in the beginning of of kind of pulling your heartstrings in the beginning.
1: Yeah. Movies it does. don't
0: don't do that a lot. Usually they wait till the end to to pour all the sadness onto you. Yeah. But this okay. one had some good emotional moments all throughout the movie.
1: It it really did. I mean, you, you have the uh, the relationship between Katie and her dad, and we, we you know, you see throughout the movie that, you know, they they were close at one point. Of their life, you know, this is this is about Katie, you know, going um, off to school, and you know, all like there, there's a, a um, you know, there's always like the the big monolith Apple Corporation knockoff, like Pal, the, Pal. yeah. <laughs> I think um that character, I think that was Eric Andre,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, I, lo- I love how his name was Mark. Just perfect, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. <perfect>
1: name. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, um, Parker was supposed to record this with us, but um, he had work last minute on Saturday. And that's why i had asked you if you had watched it. But I was trying to see if we can all get together for the first time. But, you know, it, it'll definitely happen. But he had to work a double. But he did watch it with me the first time. And he absolutely loved it you know, laughing and giggling throughout the entire thing. And yeah, I, I, <laughs> there were a few
0: moments where I laughed out loud. Like it was really, there's some really funny moments. Yeah. They did a good job of, of capturing meme culture, that, especially yeah. for for someone that age, like in their teenage years, like just the randomness and obscurities of, of meme culture, mm. just, just things happening for no reason.
1: Yeah, it, it was really, a, I mean, the, the entire, like, the cast, even the father, who I thought was voiced by, um, for whatever reason, for a second, um, I thought it was voiced by, uh, oh, my gosh, um, not Will Ferrell, uh, Seth Rogen, but no, it's Danny McBride. Danny McBride, and Seth Rogen Light. Yeah, literally, though. <laughs> uh, and all, Yeah, so also, a really quick, Spies in Disguise, that was Blue Sky Studios, that was not Sony. For some reason, I thought it was. But yeah, Danny McBride plays the the father, and it's just like I
0: I was like you, you wouldn't expect that to fit, but the voice works out really well. It really for the, for the father.
1: Yeah, Maya Rudolph plays the um, the mother, and um,
0: Abby, the Abby Jacobson plays Katie. Is she from Kissing Booth? She's from Broad City. That's what I know
1: her from. Broad City. Hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. I might have, but i don't know and who was the uh the the son the little, the little the, i looked it up
0: the son was actually the director
1: was it oh okay. the
0: writer director
1: oh yeah and of course we have uh one of my favorite characters which was pal voiced by olivia coleman didn't even recognize that was her until i saw her in the credits i also
0: like the the two robots uh fred Armisen and <laughs> beck bennett
1: that was honestly probably the best part of this. entire. Conan
0: world. O'Brien is credited, but I don't know who he was the
1: voice of. Conan O'Brien. Yeah. I wonder if he was, um, maybe just like a bypasser. Then we, we had the, um, not the Mitchells, but the, uh, the other perfect family in this movie. We won't give you obviously too much away there, but yeah. yeah, it was, it was really nice. Um, but yeah, I, I really like how this film, like, I mean, yes, it is a family film and a lot of animated movies, Tend to pull on your heartstrings, uh, but this one like actually like did its job. Um, I was talking to Jacob um, over at the Music City uh, Driving Podcast, and you know he was saying that it really uh it, it's kind of like a combination between uh, Spider Verse and Onward because you know yeah. you your have animation
0: like animation style is so similar to Spider Verse. Yeah,
1: all those graphics. It was I yeah. was like wow, that was like really really cool. <laughs> Yeah. It was, it was, it was a great time. Man. But like, you know, like, so what did you think of the chemistry between the cast? Like who who are some of your favorite characters?
0: I mean, I'm not going to lie. I shed some tears. I did like too. the emotional moments just hit so hard. Just the the father daughter relationship was the, was the one that was spotlighted throughout the movie. And some of those scenes just, it just hit
1: hard. Yeah, it really, really did. Especially towards the end too. It's like, Oh, not even towards like, I don't know. There, 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 in, in the beginning, there's, yeah.
0: a, there's a scene where it, it tugs at you and then it just keeps building into the end.
1: Yeah. And I, and I wish we would have gotten like one little gripe I have with it would probably be, I wish we would have gotten more of what happened. Was it just, you know, kids, you know, kids grow up, you know, parents, kids get older and there's just more of that disconnect.
0: They kind of planted some seeds throughout as to how she was feeling mm, towards her father, yeah, but not supporting everything she was into,
1: yeah. And you know, hey, she taught herself Photoshop, so a lot of a lot of tech jokes in here, like a huge amount. Um, even even when it comes to you know putting the older generations, I won't I won't say boomers, but uh, what are they? Gen not Gen Generation X, I think they are. Like our parents. Like yeah, it, it really kind of makes fun of you know how parents handle technology, and that was that was one stage. of the
0: worries I had going in because it easily could have just been like a very preachy like technology is bad type of movie. Yeah, but that's like a very small part of it. It's definitely family focused, and there are some moments where yeah they're all staring at their their phone screens, but <laughs> it's not it's not like the main message of the movie.
1: Yeah that and that's what i like and i wonder and i really wonder why what made them change the name from uh, connected to the mitchell's versus the machine because this was supposed to come out in theaters and i would have loved to see it in theaters but we didn't hear anything about this uh film for a while so it was like you know like when was it coming out and i think uh someone that i follow was like you know like they're like oh, like, well, like they're like what the hell happened to connected and then uh, one of the directors actually commented on it. Um, and they're like, hey, you know, like it's, we'll have more information about it soon. But it kind of really just went under the radar out of nowhere. Like we got that small little clip it trailer, and, you know, that's. We're yeah, what...
0: being excited for the trailer, and then it just disappeared.
1: Yeah. I, I really hope that Sony animation kind of keeps up. I mean, even if it is like Lord and Miller, when it comes. Yeah,
0: anything Lord and Miller is attached to, it's just, it's going to be a hit. Yeah. At sure. this point, it's
1: guaranteed. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I mean I don't know. I mean it's I, I I can definitely see this. I mean, between what the other animated movies we've seen this year, well there's Raya and The Last Dragon. Um I think that's it. Was that the only other animated film we've seen this year? Was Disney's Ryan The Last Dragon? Maybe. I think so. I think, yeah. I mean we've seen other animated Things, but yeah i think this is only our second animated movie that honestly
0: i think sony should just give lord and miller their own division within the fil- their film company you think so the, the lord and miller animated <laughs> company
1: l <L&M>. because <laughs> every
0: every sony animated hit is lord and miller lego movie spider-verse in this yeah
1: that is very true so okay i I mean, I don't, I don't know. Oh, no way. I saw Earwig and the Witch earlier this year. So that was my... Well, that was so terrible. That was my first animated film of the of the year. I wouldn't really count um, Tom and Jerry. I anything. don't want to
0: count that as anything.
1: That was... Whew, that was rough. But yeah, so That's for like me... It's the opposite. Just no heart. Yeah. Oh, it was... Oh, my God. It was terrible. So, yeah, for me, I think what we've reviewed on the podcast so far, it, it was me uh Leo and Zach hope we out reviewed Earwig and the Witch um from this earlier this year in January and that that was rough at my god um but yeah definitely took a turn upward when we saw Raya and then this um so i guess between this and Raya which one did you enjoy more cuz i i think i'm leaning towards this
0: definitely this
1: more so i mean i love raya you know it definitely has like the avatar the last airbender vibes and whatnot you know that young fantasy aspects but i think raya. this
0: raya is definitely safer like a safer story
1: yeah this was great like i really really enjoyed it um it took some risks it no yeah it really did especially with a few of the characters as well um so a few speculations have been going on for a while and some of those have definitely been confirmed. But yeah, um it was oh man, I'm trying to so I'm honestly trying to think of anything that really bugs me with this movie but like to be completely honest I'm drawing a blank to be like I kind of want another one but
0: I, I had one issue with the movie and it was just that the mom kind of takes a backseat
1: throughout she was great
0: too. And like at the end, she really comes out strong. But mm-hmm. up until then, it was really just father, daughter, and um, brother, sister relationships that they yeah dove into.
1: Yeah, th- yeah. Uh, Linda, who's voiced by um uh, Linda Mitchell, who's voiced by uh, R- Maya Rudolph. She, uh, she, she's more of the uh, the peacemaker in in everything. You know, with her being yeah. a, a teacher. And whatnot, and I and that does make sense. I mean, with her, you know, being who she is, it was very. Wait, Chrissy Teigen's in this movie? Oh, that's right, the The Posies. The Posies. Oh my gosh, the the perfect family.
0: (laughs) We can't we can't forget about the star
1: of the show, Doug the Pug, Manchi Manchi, who is actually voiced. Um, wait, no, that no, wasn't. I, I don't know if actually whose dog they use, but yeah, man, I forgot some what was in here. I was like, wait a minute, but yeah, um, I don't, when I was watching it with Parker, you know, he, he kind of like called all this, like, he kind of just dissected as he was going on. He's like, oh, he's like, that's gonna happen. He's like, I bet you. I was like, all right, we'll see. And then, yeah, but it's, then again, it's, it, it is a kids' movie, they're not super hard to dissect. So sorry, Parker. But, no, I'm kidding, um, <laughs> but yeah, was there uh, anything? I I do agree with your uh, your point really quick about um, you know the mom kind of taking a backseat. Um, like I mean, any every like scene she was in, like she did a great job, especially towards the end. I thought that was amazing. Um, you know, I thought Olivia Colman did a great job. It, it's kind of, it's kind of like one of those movies where you don't really it's it's not that like they hide their voices, but it's just you don't recognize it and. For Pal, for Olivia Coleman. I didn't know that was her until the end credits, which are beautiful, by the way. I definitely recommend. Yeah, I was
0: going to mention that. Yeah, even even staying through the credits, it's just some great moments.
1: Yeah, it was it was really really nice. I was like, oh, that is just really... It's it was it really is a heartfelt movie, and just it it just it just warms you up, honestly.
0: Especially for us, I mean, we we live like several hours away from our family, so it's nice to just. I have this as a reminder.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really does. Absolutely. What? Um. Oh my God! And Jim Posey, of course, so <laughs> much. Of course, the perfect family. The perfect, yes, the perfect family. <laughs> the perfect family. Um, trying to see. Is there what? Who was their daughter? By voice by Haley. Is Haley Jim Posey? Charlene uh, Yi oh abby posey okay yeah charlie um yeah i'm not sure who that is honestly let me me see if i can look her up oh it kind of looks familiar oh she's a knocked up um steven universe okay uh this is 40 paper heart cool 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 cool
0: and, and not to spoil anything, but I've never enjoyed the the song "Live Your Life" more. <laughs> I, never pre- I never appreciated it more than than from this movie. Yeah,
1: I mean, they definitely kind of like cut out a few parts, but I mean, overall, the the song is not like inappropriate whatsoever. But they did, you know, it it, it really works here. So it's like you know, it really gives you an idea. It was a good
0: time capsule.
1: Of, yeah. Yeah, I really. Yeah, because it's like, what year are they even living in? You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It was it was just a great film, and I I highly recommend everyone to go see this. Um, it, um if sit
0: down sit down with again. your family and turn it on. I, I plan on doing that when, when I go back. Like, yeah, I, make them watch it.
1: I definitely want to watch it again. Like, this is the first time I've actually seen the movie like three times since like, oof, Endgame? I think so. I can't remember. Yeah. I think that was the last movie I saw. Like multiple. Like,
0: yeah, it's a, it's also one of those movies where there's, there's like a, a joke a minute. Like, so there's, so <laughs> there's definitely forced. stuff you're going to miss.
1: Yeah. But it's not like super, cause like some things you can kind of miss if you're like a little bit hard of hearing, especially with, um, Aaron Mitchell, uh, the, the, the little brother, yeah yeah because there's certain things when he's like off in the distance and it's like oh but yeah you real like you really have to listen to what they're saying but it's not that like oh it's difficult to hear what they're saying it's just that you may be laughing at one scene and then you know they might bring up something else and then you totally miss it so i guess putting it on netflix does give you that option to kind of you Know scrub through, rewind, and uh, play and pause and whatnot, but yeah, honestly, when, when I watch this, it's I mean, it's not too long. Um, it's uh, I think it's a perfect, it's actually length.
0: like almost two hours, it's a pretty solid length,
1: yeah, for an animated uh, show or um, series or not series, wow, movie. Usually, the clock in kind of around like hour 30, but like this is maybe hour 40. Yeah, this is pushing two hours
0: 53
1: yeah it didn't it didn't feel like it was um it didn't feel like I it was two I hours. It to keep going i re- no, i really did really really did um i wonder what year they're actually living in though because it's like you know you have the robots you have pal and they seem way more you know advanced than even apple is but the the, uh, the robots kind of reminded me of stormtroopers in a way so i wonder if that was a nice little uh, homage to them but um, yeah, the Mitchells versus the Machines. Um, what did what did you think of the title change? Really quick before we uh, head out of here. Oh. I don't know.
0: Um, connected. It's definitely simpler. Mitchells yeah. versus the Machines is a mouthful. Like it's hard to say easily.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of like what's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And sorry about that. <laughs> and my phone uh, connected to my. Uh, to my audio source here, and I didn't realize that she was calling in, but that's all right. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I, I do I do agree. It's it is a mouthful. It's like the Falcon and the one and the Winter Soldier. It's it's just so. It's a lot to get out there. Um. I mean, I can see why they did the Mitchells versus the Machines because I mean that is literally what the movie is about, um, in a sense. But I would have been with just the Mitchells. Yeah, I would have been fine with just the, the Mitchells or Connected, honestly. I can see maybe why they changed from Connected because it's just kind of big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Mitchells would have been nice. So but, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. Um, This is definitely something I really hope that um comes out on physical media, to be completely honest, because I would love to own this. Um, to own this film, it is just, it's everything. It, it, it pretty much gave us a movie that we didn't know that we needed. And we know how, how reactionary Sony can be sometimes alongside like Warner brothers. So it's like, you know, cause I, I, I think after, um, spider verse came out, they wanted to see if they can, um, like copyright, like the comic book, you know, like the dots, you know, like the old school comic book look, for you know their future spider-man films but i don't think they they got that because it's too much of a general uh or public domain use thing but yeah this is definitely lauren miller um has written all over it and yeah let's honestly just get in the scores. let's let's get out of here It's, it's it's a monday so Uh, Devin, what would you give this on the rating scale? Um, Give it an A. I'm I'm guessing you're giving it a a solid A, but I'm I'm not. It's getting an A. Oh, there you go. Earned it. So like a ninety-five. Just
0: like. Oh yeah, ninety-five. Like Um, I said, the the mother issue was the only real thing I had.
1: Yeah. So I'm 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 also gonna give it a a solid A. Um, You know, it's like you said, it's not perfect. Uh, the mother thing that you brought up is a really good point. Um, and then, yeah, I just wish we got like a little bit more of what had happened between, you know, the, uh, between Katie and her father. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, it's just kids grow up and, you know, like priorities and everything's changed. And it's just them, you know.
0: I'd I, I like to, uh, they were both at fault in the end. They both yes. messed up.
1: That was really, really nice. It wasn't more of a, you know, a a common oh well you know so you know a person's going to you know uh apologize to b person at the end of the movie and everything's going to be okay but no yeah it definitely was a two-way street which is way more realistic in my eyes because it's like i mean it when it comes to arguments like that it's it's never just one person's fault like obviously there's been a lot of build-up between these characters and whatnot so we kind of get to see the the aftermath and the the results of that but yeah so we got solid a's from both me and devin double a's over here um i'm also shout
0: shout out shout out to the animators man mm, i mean uh it just looks so good it looks so beautiful and there were so many drawings too i don't don't even want to know how long it took yeah
1: it was just so vibrant like it wasn't like oversaturated or anything (laughs) like that but it was just it's it's just like it's so unique the the way that like you Know people our age or even younger, um, you know, the, the way that some of us connect with the world, it, it is through you know the lens of you know a uh, a cell phone or you know a cam or not a camcorder, but you know, just just um, a digital camera and whatnot. It's just diff- people experience the worlds in different ways, and that this sh- um, this movie really kind of hones in on a lot of that, but it's not like oh, like you said, it's not like. Oh, technology bad. It actually shows more so of the good and bad that technology can bring and whatnot, but it's not like a super crazy type of thing. But I will say, I think it might have been made more sense that they changed from connected to the Mitchells because now it's like anytime I think of the Mitchells, I'm probably just gonna think of them. Like anytime anyone says the Mitchell, oh the Mitchells. Yeah, the Mitchells. (laughs) Oh, the Mitchells and Monchi Monchi Mitchell Monchi Mitchell but yeah so that that pretty much concludes this uh this review here again De- again Devin thank you for you know coming on and reviewing with this with me really quick and um yeah we we have a lot of stuff coming up uh this week like i said you know we have Falcon and Winter Soldier um uh finale thank god um <laughs> I'm kidding uh we have the penultimate episode of uh, Invincible, and we also we have Mortal Kombat. Well, we haven't decided when we're going to review Mortal Kombat yet because it's actually kind of a busy, busy weekend. You know, the Oscars are coming up. We got Mortal Kombat coming out this weekend. I'm getting my second vaccination <laughs> from Pfizer, so I got, oh, yeah. I got that coming up this weekend. And so I'm going. So my review for Yasuke... Uh, starting with Keith Stanfield and my other review for Shadow and Bone will should be up by the time this is out because I believe this is, I believe the embargo over this is the 21st. So I have a lot of things to do. And also, I'm going to be starting a new segment here on the podcast called Music City Verified, um, where I will be pretty much, um, interviewing, um, Nashville native, not Nashville natives, but up and coming Nashville artists in the greater Nashville area. Um, you know, about their just just about, you know, their journey and whatnot, their their trials, their tribulations, their aspirations, what have you. So that will also be dropping. I don't know if it's gonna be dropping this week, because I do need to get um I do need to hammer out these other two written pieces for Shadow and Bone, which is Mm-hmm. very good and um yasuke as well so yeah so i mean we'll definitely keep everyone posted when it comes to Mortal combat you know you can follow us on twitter um and instagram at film optics that is optics with an x but let's get out of here and we'll see you guys next time And that's a wrap for today, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to check out the other shows over on MusicCityDriveIn.com and subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. And also leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you guys next time.